Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, a space dedicated to inspiring and empowering women in their personal and entrepreneurial journeys. I'm your host, Karen Taylor, a holistic life and mindset coach here on a mission to help you magnetize your manifestations and generate soulful success as an ambitious woman. This podcast is your go-to resource providing you with insightful conversations and actionable strategies that will unlock your potential, ignite your passion, empower you to fully embrace yourself and expand your mindset to new heights. Prepare to be motivated, inspired and empowered as we dive deep into the mindset, energetics and strategies needed to create your version of success. So, Let's get right into it. Welcome to my new four-part series, Women on Top. In this podcast series, we dive deep into the stories and experiences of women who have climbed to the top of their industry and created soulful success by staying true to themselves. This empowering podcast series brings you intimate conversations with trailblazing women from diverse industries and journeys. They will share the secrets to their success, revealing how they have overcome their challenges shattered through glass ceilings, and created their dream life and business. Prepare to be inspired to take your own journey towards creating soulful success. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business owner, or simply seeking for some extra guidance in finding your purpose, Women on Top series will provide you with the practical tools, wisdom, and encouragement to reignite your own passions and break through any barriers in your way. It is time to rise above expectations, embrace your authenticity, and create a future where soulful success knows no limits. Guys, I am beyond excited to release this new podcast series. I have some amazing guests lined up for you over the next four weeks. So let me introduce to you this week's guest. This week's guest has been in the PT industry for numerous of years. She started her online PT platform right before the COVID pandemic hit and her business boomed. I'm chatting with Sarah Roz. Sarah focuses on a holistic mind and body approach to support her clients' health and fitness goals. She is more than the average PT and serves from a wholehearted place to support her clients. We chat about how Sarah made that transition to online before COVID and we really dive into what it means to be a wholehearted and authentic PT in this industry. So I had such a fun time chatting with Sarah and diving deep into all things around mind and body and how she really built her business. So I am super keen. So I'll leave you guys to it and I hope you enjoy. Super excited to have you on here and share all of your knowledge. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Ah, oh, amazing. Amazing. Now, 
This podcast series is all about women in business. And I really wanted to have you on here because I know that you're in the fitness world, you're in the health world. And I have so many people in my community who are in similar industries and they are wanting to expand and grow in the online space in the health and fitness. So I'd love to just pick your brain, ask you the questions and just really see like, how did you get there? How have you created the success for yourself? And just like, what are your tips and tricks? But first of all, I just want to ask, tell us that journey for you. Like what inspired you to become a PT and why have you now turned it into your full-time career? Why did I become PT? Oh, okay. So where do we even start? I've been a personal trainer for five years now. And it's funny, if you go way back, I think right back to when I was doing my, literally my little set three and four, and they ask you like, oh, what do you want to do once you get your certificate? Like, what are your sort of long-term goals? Then I was like, I want to be an online coach. Like I want to have my business and I want to build up like confidence before I get there. And you know, obviously work on my own coaching skills and whatnot. And then he was like, oh, you have to have a really big following for that. So I was like, okay, crash from my dreams. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. So I'll never forget when he mentioned that. And there was that little spark in me that was like, no, 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 like don't listen to him. Like, you know what you want to do and just like leaning into my heart. And I feel like that's one of the most important things of just remembering, you know, what's so true for you. Bit of a side topic. Yeah. Been in like, been PT for five years. And then I was on floor for about a year and a half and I got to the point where I was like, I really want to start doing this like online thing, but I really wasn't sure how to do it. And then long story short, COVID happened and I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and do nothing. Like this is a really good opportunity. So I was doing both at the same time, building up a platform there. And this was when not as many resources were available in terms of like just building up a business because it was very new to the whole like online coaching thing. Like not as many people have done it, especially like smaller businesses as well. So there wasn't as many resources as there are is now. So at that time I was like, okay, like how am I going to make this work? How am I going to do this? And at first it was like, I really just wanted to create my community with the clients that I had in person. And I was like, let's get on Zoom. Like, let's just you know, support each other in this time when we don't have any human contact. And it feels really strange in this time as well. So I started building up my own little space, my own little community. And then I had sort of friends reach out. I was actually quite successful in COVID because not everyone had wanted something to work towards. They wanted fulfillment. They wanted growth. They wanted some sort of purpose. And because work was taken away from a lot of people, they were like, okay, I've actually got the space in order to work on this and work on my fitness and work on my mindset, work on my health and my strength. Because at that time, we all know it was so, so important to look after our overall health and especially our mental health as well in that time. But yeah, it's been a journey. Mm, sounds like it. I'd love to know like what, that I know that a lot of PTs and those who are like more face-to-face service industries, like had a huge loss during COVID. And I want to know, like, what was your, like, initial reaction when lockdown happened? How did you have, like, a bit of a spiral moment? Like, or was it just like, yeah, cool, now I could do online and it was, like, an immediate thing? Like, what was that process for you? I think it was a shock for everyone at that stage. It's like it had never happened before. We didn't really know what it was going to be or there was so much uncertainty, which is, like, a basic core human need at that time. And then once I sort of settled in to... I don't want to say acceptance, but like moved past that initial shock and grief and been like, oh my gosh, this is happening. I kind of had the sink or swim mindset where I was like, okay, I can sink into this and, you know, feel really scared and really worried or I can swim and 
work with what I've got. So that was literally just my mindset. It's like single swim, Sarah, your choice, you decide. And the thought of doing nothing, I was like, I'm not just going to do nothing. Like people really need my help in this time. And I've got the skills, I've got the resources, I've got the mindset to be able to help these women. And there was so much growth for them in that time as well. So it was actually as challenging as it was, there was definitely a lot of blessings looking back at it as well. And that's so inspiring to hear because I know COVID was such a difficult time, but yet so many businesses actually flourished during that. And it sounds like yours did too. Like just to get a little bit personal, like what was your like income like on the floor compared to going through COVID and then having this big, huge boom? Like what was that sort of difference for you? Yeah, I feel like building up a brand online actually takes a lot longer than what people expect. I think they expect these really high months and this really fast success, but I'm like, there's so much trust that needs to be built with like your audience and your girls beforehand as well. So compared to in person, you actually trust is built a lot faster when you have someone in person, when you have someone with you. So in terms of that, from like, I guess like a brand point of view as well, it takes a lot longer to build up a brand online, which is so fine. It's just the reality of it. Like you look at, you know, any big company, they've been around for 10 years. So it's definitely not like a quick fix sort of solution, right? But I'm like, I'm here for the long run. Like if training has told me anything, it's taught me the long-term resilience over like short-term gratification. Training has taught me so many things that I've cultivated in business. And I find that the the women that train versus the women that don't train specifically in like business or if this is in overall life, often the ones that train have this real long-term growth mindset over just wanting maybe quick cash months or like quick clients or quick this. And it's like, no, it's really about what you're building for the bigger community when it's so much greater than yourself. And comparing to when I was an on-floor PT, like, yes, I could get clients quicker. Like I've really, looking back at it, it was actually, um, I really hustled for it and I really don't like to use that word, but I really, I was in the gym for like 14 hours of the day, showed up, I got clients. I was there the whole time. I had to go home and nap because I was like probably running off barely any sleep. I was just there so often because I was like, I'm going to make this work. I've got, you know, X amount of weeks before they start charging rent and I need to get, get some clients in and I need to start working. So anybody that first starts like, you know, new t- PTs, this is just the reality of the industry where you really do have to, you know, work for what you want to cultivate. It's the same in business as well. So in terms of like, I guess, income, I mean, it was never really looking back at it, it was never really about that it's important like we all you know money's important money makes a lot of ground money's energy but looking back at it you do get a lot more clients from in-person pt faster due to that trust factor specifically and then honestly I just put a lot of my business from referrals in lockdown mm, i love that and i love that you mentioned the whole like trust no is sort of part when it comes to really building that relationship with your clients and this goes beyond even just painting but just any kind of business and you're trying to sell a service of any kind is that they need to build that like no and trust factor and in person obviously it's super easy because i can feel that kind of energy exchange from you face to face but when it's online and it's through content like it can feel very disconnected sometimes and it's hard for people to really show up and be in alignment with that energy in how they are presenting in line I would love to know because like, there are PTs in my community. What do you think the key things are to really make that alignment happen when you are starting into online coaching and really trying to put that like no and trust factor of your brand and your personal brand to help and actually sell services and impact people, all of those things? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm no business coach, but if you want my advice, say- <laughs> what, what, what you have done. Just tell us what you've done, right? Because you are obviously successful. You're full-time in your own PT business, so your tips and tricks are still valid. Yeah, thanks, Queen. Thank you. Yeah, definitely from this point, guys, no business coach. However, I feel like it's just at the end of the day, this is probably the biggest thing is just coming back to your heart. And I say this, I've got a lot of um, clients who are in business or even PTs themselves, coaches themselves, or women who just want to expand overall, like in their business and their life. And balancing that with fitness, I always say to them, just make sure that you always come back to your heart, what's important to you, your values, how you want to show up, the woman that you want to be, the growth that you want to cultivate, what you want to help your women with specifically in your community, because there's a lot of external noise, especially on social media. It's really, really easy to get consumed by others' brands and their message and their values and their beliefs and their opinions. And then their opinions become your opinions unconsciously without you realizing it. So being really, really mindful on what's important to you and what you want to bring into the world as well. Yeah, and that's so powerful, especially when there are a lot of PTs online and I've had people say to me before, like, oh, the PT industry, it's so saturated. I don't know if I can make it or like, I don't know how to differentiate myself. But it's the same as what you were just saying, like, who are you? Like, what are your values? And really just being heart-centered and really leading with that, right? Because like as us women, we need to be leading with that sense of service and passion and being nurturing and compassionate. And just like that feminine leadership really is what that is. And when you're trying to like carve through the noise and trying to carve through other people in the industry, people are going to gravitate towards who you are and what you have to offer and your story. People resonate with that. And then that builds that black no trust, as you were saying before, for them to really go with you. Because normally you can do that in person, but not when there's COVID or now that everyone's online. It's, yeah, definitely like the best way to really show up and lead from that place. Would you not say? Yeah, no, absolutely. I've got so many clients who very much have like strong perfectionist certain tendencies that can come up for them. And I feel like what's so important around how they want to show up is like, it's not about getting it right because it's always going to be perfect if as long as it comes from you and your heart and your words and your wisdom it's always going to be so perfect for the right person. And I have a lot of clients who are like, you know, when they're talking about mindset, we're talking about business and we're talking about the overall journey. And the way that I sort of help them is like, we'll jump on calls, like one-on-one, it's sort of like mentoring. So when I'm taking through them through like a mindset mentoring, no, it's not business coaching, but in terms of mindset specifically and what can come up with them is often this like overworking, this perfectionism, control, this hustle culture. And I'm like, yes, I have been there before. I hear you and I see you 100%. But there is, in that feminine leadership piece, so important. There is an easier, you know, better way to be able to show up as the woman that you want to be without all the external noise. Because whenever perfectionism comes in, it's like, that's when we sort of question, like, is this really authentic to you? Is this really your authentic message? Is this really what you want to express to the world to help the women on the other side? Or is it what somebody else has told you that you should do or what you quote unquote, for anybody that's not watching, for what you should be? And it's this should or shouldn't mindset whenever we say should or shouldn't it's usually like a part of us or somebody else's external opinion is actually not coming home 
But to remove that perfectionist space, to remove any shame of what you feel like you should or shouldn't be, as long as you've got that authenticity and that confidence in yourself mm. and how you want to show up, like you can't mess it up. It's your vibe. It's your energy. It's who you are. And people love that. I love that you really touched on that because that is like that confidence and authenticity piece is really huge. When I meet the liking of my clients who are in the entrepreneurial space is like, how can we cultivate more of that confidence, cultivate more of that authenticity and really getting that message across through just the way you're showing up and those energetics because people are starting to feel that now if you're showing up on stories and it feels really forced or you're a bit quiet and timid in the things that you're talking about people aren't going to connect to it as well because there's millions of other people who are being expressive and showing themselves you're going to kind of fall through the cracks but people then get really overwhelmed at the sort of like am I doing enough is this right and it's just coming back to cool I'm just going to be me I'm just going to show up people are going to feel that and the right people will come to me and just really in that like surrendering piece. Is that something that you've had to really step into through your journey too? Yeah. Easier said than done though. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'd love to know like what was that journey like for you and how did you start to make those changes to step into the whole I'm just going to be and I will attract the right people to me. Like what did that look like for you? If you were listening to this podcast, Chances are you're an ambitious woman who craves expansion. Are you looking for a supportive community that inspires growth and empowers you? Then you're in the right space. Join my Holistic Mindset Podcast Facebook community specifically designed for women just like you. In this community, you can connect with like-minded women going through their own self-development and entrepreneurial journey. You also have access to my free masterclass resources and other self-development content that cannot be found anywhere else. This is your chance to surround yourself with motivation and inspiration while building genuine connections that can up-level your mindset and life. Follow the link in the show notes below to join this abundant Facebook community and start expanding your mindset today. I won't lie, I still have moments where I want to control. I won't lie, I'm only human. You know, I think humans love control. We love certainty as a basic fundamental need. As a human, we need certainty and we need safety. But when we don't have that, that can feel really challenging. So for me personally, what has helped so much is literally just like feeling my feelings and being okay, like feeling what I need to feel and not feeling like, you know, you need to hustle for your worth or you need to prove yourself to someone or yourself and having guilt around resting, like all of these little things is just like literally honoring your needs, honoring your emotions. For example, this week I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit fast paced. I'm just going to go to a bathhouse. Then last night I took myself to a bathhouse. I took myself on a little day and it was really beautiful. And I wrapped up work early that afternoon. So I honored what I felt like I needed. Maybe old Sarah would have been like, no, I've got all these things to do. I've got to tick boxes, be disciplined, get it done, show up. Like you've already got the discipline. Why don't you just have some more self-compassion along with that and it makes this beautiful concoction of, you know, you call it surrender, right? And surrender and being really, I don't know, I've really learned to just be more playful, curious with myself and my I'm like, oh, what if this could happen? Or like, oh, like instead of being like, oh, I really want this to happen, or trying to control the situation, trying the situation to be perfect. I'm like, I'd be, I'm really like fun with it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, what if this could happen? That could be really fun. And 
people talk about manifesting and blah, 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 all the other things. But if you're really curious and you're really like playful with yourself and your life, it's like you used to take life so seriously, so seriously. And I used to be so very masculine, very controlling, very serious, very rigid. And now I'm just like, it's literally, we're just on this earth, on this spinning rock to just learn and grow. It's so crazy. It's like a really big concept, right? But if you can really just see your life as like a movie and just be like, just have more fun in life and everything that you do, be 100% in with everything that you do. And just knowing that it's all already perfect as it is. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I, I love you. Like, yeah, be playful, be curious. Like that is just like full of femininity, right? And then when you can really tap into that, like as a woman and especially like in business, like it just that energy just really just like flows through everything in your life in the way that you show up in your clients' results, right? It's just this beautiful state that all of us we need to learn to step into and bring in more because it's our call, right? Like you feel more just like, ah, this this is how it should feel and letting go of that hustle and like that structure. I resonate so much with that whole like controlling and like wanting to know everything. Like that was me so chronically before I stepped into this world and Again, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning to let go of my hustle and my control, but I've definitely seen the huge difference when I am leaning more into that feminine state and like how many beautiful things come from that. But yeah, I appreciate you sharing that part so much. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people who are really just near like of that hustle culture. I've had so many women that come to me in that exact space and, you know, they're training five days, they're tracking their macros, they're doing everything perfect. They're ticking all of the boxes and they come in and I'm like, you know, they're so chronically stressed and you don't realize you're in this state of like survival, this sort of like low battery state where maybe you've been a little bit restricted around calories, maybe calories, you're not fueling yourself the way that you know that you could be, you know that you're a little bit more of an under eater and you're like, okay, no, I need to be eating a little bit more and, you know, nourishing my body and fueling my body properly. And they get into that state where as soon as we sort of strip training back a little bit and like bump calories up or change up a few things and start looking at how we can integrate a little bit more, you know, self-care, start looking at your emotional needs as well. And I'm so big on like my whole mission and message is like cultivating a healthy relationship with yourself, like mentally and physically, so you can step into the strongest woman that you want to become. And in order to do that, if we're living in survival and being like little ping pong balls, <laughs> we're, like, we're like everywhere all the time, then how do we actually slow down and check in? And that can feel really scary for some people. That can feel really scary zooming in and be like, oh my God, I haven't slowed down in so long. Like I don't have time to do that. Like I have so many things to do. But the first place I would suggest to start is just like a little internal check-in. Be like, what am I noticing? What am I feeling? What emotions are coming up? What do I feel like I need? I wonder if you can take away this exact question of just being like, what do I feel like I need? And it's so powerful to be able to honor your needs first. Because as women, we often love to put everybody else before ourselves. Yeah. Very easy. It's strong, nurturing nature. It's naturally in us. Being like, if we can put ourselves first, then our cup overflows we can give so much to other people as well so in order for you to have a strong mindset show up the best that you can in your business feel really strong in the gym feel really confident inside and outside the gym first comes with like honoring your needs and your 
emotions as well. And just like a little zoom in check-in. What am I noticing? What am I feeling? Just a little inquiry. Again, curiosity and being really like playful with it. Being like, hmm, like what is this? It helps us separate from yourself rather than holding it so tight. Mm, yeah, I love that you mentioned that because when you're questioning it, like, huh, interesting, why is that? You're not then attaching yourself to that particular thought, that particular feeling, and you're being more like, okay, this thing's happening inside my head, but I'm aware of it. What does this mean? And really using that as a self-reflection audit, and that's in all areas of life and business, right, where that talk can be super, super useful. But, yeah, that is one thing I always tell my clients and people in my community. It's just like doing that little self-audit and going like, hmm, why is my why I feeling like this? Why is this coming up? What does this kind of mean? And not coming from a place of where you're going like, oh my God, I'm thinking this again and then beating yourself up. It's been like, hey, cool. The same little niggly thought or fear is coming up time and time again. Where can I need it? Where do I need to show myself more compassion? Where do I need to start to work through this at a more slower pace and really break it down instead of then beating yourself up that the same thing is coming up too? Is that something that you get a lot with your clients when they come to you with those things around like body image and nutrition or just like, oh, it keeps coming up. Like, what are your tips like when it comes to mindset around fitness and health, like with your clients when they've come to you saying, hey, I keep having the same thing over and over again? Like, what's your advice? I guess it depends on what area it is specifically, right? So a lot of the women that come to me can be a little bit more, I guess, hard on themselves and self-critical, you know, funny, because that's very a very big part of me as well and being really hard on yourself at times when you like want to perform well you want to excel you want to grow you want to perform it's kind of like you're in this space of always wanting to up level and then you nearly feel rushed because you're like oh I just want to grow so much and it comes from a really beautiful place and I always say to them like hey this part of you is a beautiful part of you because it's helped you become the strong woman that you are today however if there is a little niggle that you're finding you're really hard to, I guess, what it might be, slow down or be kinder on yourself or accept your body a little bit more. I personally find it actually doesn't take too long for clients, so I don't really feel as though a reoccurring pattern comes up often. But if it does, I would just come back to, okay, like, are you honoring your values? How's your life at the moment? Have you been really stressed at work and other areas as well? And if it's specifically in terms of like body image, what I sort of like to lean into is feeling, hey, like what was the, uh, what do you feel like the trigger was? Like what's coming up for you? And usually if there's a trigger around body image, there's a trigger in other areas of life as well. Maybe you've been a little bit stressed at work. Maybe you've had a lot going on. Maybe you've had some personal things happening with your relationships. And it's never one thing. It's like how we do anything is how we do everything. So specifically if it's body image and like, okay, like what was the trigger? You know, you closed up eating are you did you step on the scales and feel a type of way have you gone over your calories this week and feeling a little bit fuller in your skin like all of these sorts of things and just again coming back to curiosity like oh, like what is this I wonder what this is I wonder how that's making me feel did somebody else say something that, that made you feel less of so it's getting curious around what that trigger is specifically and then what I do with my clients specifically is we lean into like what that trigger is for them so for example I have had one client who it actually sort of went back quite a few years to when she was in high school we actually went back to that time in high school and reframed and rewired what that event actually meant to her therefore that event no longer had power over her because unconsciously that's what she'd been running the whole time 
but she didn't actually realize it. So when you go back to the first event and you sort of break the pattern, it's kind of like, you know, those little, you know, those little um, bracelets that you used to have like as a kid and you used to have the little beads and the edge. Did you have a yeah. 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 You know the one, right? It's kind of like that. So if you're holding up the bracelet and then you cut the bracelet, all the beads fall off. It's kind of like when you go back to the first event and you cut the bracelet and then all of the significant events after that, they no longer have power over you anymore. So that's why we do a lot of like mindset work, inner work, unconscious work to reprogram that. Sometimes it is deeper rooted like that. Other times what it might actually be is literally just getting you eating a little bit more, creating some neutrality around the scales. Scales doesn't mean anything. Don't praise it when it's up. Doesn't mean anything when it's down. Creating a little bit more neutrality around body image rather than, you know, body acceptance and trying to like, I guess, love something when you're like I just don't I don't love it <laughs> like it doesn't feel like you know real for me like I don't believe it like affirmations proof unless you believe it right so it's creating more neutrality around your body and not praising it when you know you feel silly and all the scales are down it's like oh just is what it is and when it creates neutrality then it no longer again has power over you on the I guess quote-unquote bad on you inch days but again, if you can take anything away from this, being aware of what that trigger is for you. Anybody that's listening, mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing all of that. That's super, that's going to be super helpful for a lot of people. Uh, I'd love to dive into though, like just a last question I'll ask you before we wrap up the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know like anyone who is like in the health and fitness and they're like, yeah, I love this and I really want to become a PT or they're in the really early stages of, you know, starting to coach face-to-face or online. What was like two really helpful like tips or pieces of advice that you could give them? Well, I would say common theme in this podcast, coming back to your heart and what's important to you. What is one thing that, because everybody can help you with like body composition, right? Everybody's in strength, building muscle, you know, all of the fitness motivation, but I would lean into like, what is like the one thing that breaks your heart in this world? Like, what is the one thing where you see other people going through that and you're like, wow, I really want to freaking help them with that. And that could, a lot of the time it has to do with your own journey and what you have gone through as well when you've overcome that and you've embodied that and you'd be like okay I've gone to the other side I can help them with that as well this and like what actually breaks your heart in this world and that's the problem that you solve that's the woman that you help or the man or the person that you help that would be one thing and I know to me personally that was around you know your relationship with food that was around your relationship with training that was just around personal growth and mindset growth because that's what I love so much and that's what I've decided to build my whole brand on is like your relationship with yourself mentally and physically and emotionally so you can really have that sort of self-mastery so with my own background with my relationship with food that was a bit rocky back in the day that's a whole other story and I'll probably a whole other podcast for another day but that was what broke my heart so much is like knowing that women look in the mirror and they don't see themselves shining as they could be or don't love themselves as much as they could as they could be so it's that self-esteem piece and it's like that that confidence as a woman, you know, in all areas of life. It's like you can have that. I've been on the other side where I wasn't as confident. So it can it comes through repetition. So yeah, side chunk. But leaning into what breaks your heart the most, 
and really cliche like understand your why like why are you in it like why do you actually want to do this why why do you want it for long term because as much as it's for the community people want to do it for themselves as well which is so fine some people want to have more enough money to like have investment properties or to have a family or to travel like you know it's internal or external how can I give to the community and how can I cultivate this beautiful life for myself right so it's like why do you why are you actually in this not like I want to inspire people like <laughs> why do you actually want to do it why is this important to you and then always just coming back to your heart your authenticity because that is so perfect and that's so right for you mm, I absolutely love that um is there like a number two piece of advice or was that like your whole advice that was like five and one <laughs> I think, yeah I think that was like part one two and three <laughs> yeah amazing I love it I love it well Sarah thank you so much for coming on sharing all of your knowledge about the PT industry the way that you help your clients around like mindset and body and yeah it's been an awesome conversation thanks so much for coming on thanks for having me much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I hope today's episode has inspired you and provided valuable insights to help you expand your mindset. Thank you for tuning in each week and being a part of my journey. If you loved this episode, go share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can see it. Your support and engagement towards this podcast means the world to me. Now, remember, the only limit you have is the one you place on yourself. So keep expanding. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be in your ears next Monday.